Welcome to the Creative Rise podcast, where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. We are so grateful you're here with us today. Let's dive in. Welcome back, everybody. We are so glad that you are tuning in wherever you are. Hey, hey, hey. In the car, on a walk, yeah. on a run, crazy people. We are glad you're here and we are so excited to have you on this episode with us. We are. Welcome back to the Creative Rise Podcast. This is going to be a super fun episode. We've got a great topic that's going to help you make more money, help your clients in a better way, and ultimately just give you more stability in your business, which is great. I so, like this one because it's so tactical and practical, which one, rhymes, and two, is so helpful. So totally. it's going to be quick. This thing's going to be it is gonna fast be quick, action. But I might make it longer. Uh, little <laughs> update. We just got home from Canada. We were in Canada mm-hmm. for two weeks. And the week before that, we were also in Canada for two weeks. So we've been <laughs> all over the place. We've been very we've Canadian been recently. California, Canada, California, Canada. Then we're going to go. Now we're back in California. Now we're going down to Southern California. Then we're going to Northern California. Then we're going to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Then we're going back to California. Then we're going from California to Canada. Canada. Canada back to Southern California. Southern California to Nicaragua. Nicaragua back to Northern California. Northern California Canada. to Canada. And then back to Northern California. We got a lot of work. That trips. will be that will be a in the next like trips. three months, which is nuts. And that is just but the reality grateful. of trying to live in two different countries. Yes. Uh, which is yes. not an easy thing to do, but it's a no. really fun thing to try and do. So, anyways, we're trying it. And it's been going really well. We got to spend a lot of good time with my family. Did you know that Canadian Thanksgiving and American Thanksgiving are different times? I obviously knew that. My I'm mother Canadian. loves that. My mother loves. Your that. mother it's loves that. My mother loves that. Yeah, because we holidays. get to we get to be there for both. We so we just got home it. from Canada, and it was Canadian Thanksgiving. We had a freaking blast. If you saw Christy's Instagram, the colors were popping. Potentially the best place in the world for colors. I'll put that. I feel claim like out Vermont there. people might fight you on that That's one. That's okay. But. We're north of Vermont. <laughs> Or we're northwest of Vermont. So maybe we're not north of Vermont, actually. Yes. <laughs> we're probably on par with Vermont. You might need to get on a map. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Vermont people, we love you. If you're from Vermont, thanks you. for listening to the show. But quick update. So we were in Canada. We were also doing a ton of stuff on the mastermind while we were in Canada. Yeah, we had all of our two-on-one calls, our strategy individualized calls with each one of our members, which was incredible. I mean, this is is a highlight from our mastermind, getting to ha- hop oh, on those totally. calls with people, strategize Jeez. what's next for them, walk them through something that we call vision therapy. It's so, so cool. And I was just blown away with the caliber of people in this group. Like we oh, have yeah. people who are pushing some incredible businesses forward. And I just feel, we feel grateful to be around them. Like totally. that type of energy yeah. is so There's amazing. Some super cool stuff. Everyone was making like six figure plans or close to six figure plans or multi six figure plans that once we broke it down with them, because it's an hour strategy two-on-one call with Christy and I, or a two-on-two call if they're a team, we've got some teams in the mastermind. It's so, so crazy to see how clear things become and actually simple things become if we simplify to then scale. And so we love doing that. So we did two weeks of that. And then the other thing is that the Portfolio to Profit course is officially live for you to repurchase or purchase for the first time. Now I say repurchase because we gave it away for free about a month and a little bit ago. And there's 300 people that jumped in on that. They had it for three days and then it was gone. And it is such a good course. Like people in the mastermind have been like radically changing their sites due to the framework. It's a seven step framework to make any website, something that looks like a portfolio and doesn't mm-hmm. really do anything to oh, driving yeah. it into, into actually an actual design in a messaging framework that sells and, and you know, tells a story of, 
hey, this is you know what we do and this is how we do it for you and this is why it's important for you. Here's the problems it solves for you. Here's how we you know help you develop all that stuff. Yeah, so people it's have just really been, good. People have just been saying, wow, my website feels so much more clear and I'm just getting quality leads from this. I finally like, feel like I have a plan for my website. Yeah, because normally you just slap together like whatever, right? And it takes you forever. The reason why it takes people so long to build websites is because they don't have an actual system they're building. They're just building yeah. like random sections as they float through their business. And so we want to help you build a systemized site that sells for you that actually is the seven key of any good site that actually does does you know, something for your business. All you got to do to get that is go to creativerise.com forward slash portfolio to profit. You can head on over to our Instagram. It's in the link in our bio there. It's also going to be in the show notes. So just click on that. Just cool. And then if you want to join the mastermind waitlist for the next one, we've been getting a ton of questions. I get asked probably six or seven times this week. Hey, I've got a friend who wants to join the next round, like from people who are in this round. When do I tell them the next one's coming or how do they get on the waitlist? So if you want to get on the next Creative Rise Mastermind waitlist, we do not know officially when it's going to happen. It's going to be in 2022 at some point, but probably near the end of Q1 2020 to 2022. And all you got to do is go to creativerise.com and you'll see waitlist buttons there. You will not be able to miss it. Trust me, because it's a piece of the seven step framework, a great call to action. And you'll see it on that thing. So <laughs> anyways, why don't we get into the actual episode? Tell them the title of this episode. The title... Or at least the working title right now. The title we'll is how to up. create an upsell that actually sells. Yep. We don't want you living in a world where you have a lot of ups. We want you to have upsells, things <laughs> that actually sell. And up is not good. You don't want to create something that is is intended to be an upsell, but then it doesn't it doesn't actually sell. That's just an up. Yeah. So that is the title for today's podcast. We're going to help you figure out how to actually distinguish what makes a great upsell and then how to build one. We're going to give you a plan to build one. So here we go. The controlling idea for today is very simple. It is knowing how to upsell is a massive advantage when it comes to growing your business. Huge advantage. And that's for many reasons. Upsells give you, we're going to talk about this later in the podcast, but they just give you more revenue per customer RPC. That's super important. That's a really, really, really great metric to focus on is how mm -hmm. much revenue am I making per customer and how can I increase the revenue per customer so I have to spend less time on marketing, less time on sales because I don't have to constantly go out and sell new people because I'm just selling new things to similar people or, or you know, previous clients. Yeah. It's a great metric to, to want to focus on. Definitely. So that's a reason why, you know, having great upsells helps you grow your business. But there's a problem with that. The yeah. problem is that most people don't actually know what a good upsell is. And they don't know yeah. how to actually strategically build an upsell. So they get stuck living in a world where they build upsells, they spend a lot of time on upsells, or they, they never build any upsells because they're confused on it. Yeah. And the reality is it does not help them grow their business. Yeah. They're strung out having to constantly look for more clients, constantly look for you know new ways to sell people because they're focused on selling to new customers rather than you know upselling customers they already have on, on new ways to help them. So Yeah. And someone, you might be sitting here going, oh no, I do have upsells. I do have upsells. But the problem is the reason your upsells aren't selling is because they're actually not strategic upsells. Upsells. Your current upsells are most likely, this is what we see, this is what we've done before and then we've had to pivot away from, is that most of your upsells are just a more expensive version of solving the same problem. Mm -hmm. A more expensive version. So it's, I'm, I'm adding more hours onto the package. Oh, you can just add another shooter. Oh, you can just add more images. Oh, you can just add more time. It's solving, all of your upsells are centered around solving the exact same problem. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but you might be wondering, why is nobody buying my upsells? Why does nobody ever bite on those? And that's because it really 
an upsell that really works is when it solves a new problem, not just solving the same old problem over and over and over again. If it stays in there, it's go. I mean, even you think about the wedding industry, right? Like so many upsells are just adding another shooter or adding a couple more hours onto your package to stay at reception a little longer or to get there a little bit earlier or like, oh, I'll, I'll bring in some like extra gear. I'll bring in some lighting. I'll do this. Those types of things. If someone can get you to do the problem in a cheaper way, most likely they're going to go for the cheaper yeah. way. That's my favorite upsell is I've <laughs> literally seen this. It's, hey, we want to upsell you to not shoot on our Canon 5D3s. If you pay us this much dollars, we're going to go rent a Canon 5D Mark IV. <laughs> I've literally seen people upsell on that. And it's like, how how is that give the client anything to work with? Like, what does that even Why mean? Why is it not selling? <laughs> Why, what does that even mean? Like, how, yeah. how do they know what any of that means? Give and us how a, is that actually going like, to yeah. fix what their wedding photos are going to look like? And the reality right. is it's not. It's not a strategic upsell. It's not at all. Yeah. And just to kind of reinforce that you said, Christy, when you're talking about what an upsell is, I actually wrote a little like definition. We'll call this the Creative Rise definition of an upsell. Uh -oh. An upsell is a secondary keyword. It is a secondary service or product you sell to reinforce the core offer or to solve a new problem. How does that sound? Sounds great. Does that good? Sounds great. I thought it was pretty good. Put it in Webster's. <laughs> An upsell is a secondary service or product you sell to reinforce the core offer or to solve a new problem. How do you like the emphasis on some of those words? You the can't read a definition without problem. giving some really good emphasis on words. Now, that is what a great upsell looks like. Now, there's also... We, we're not done talking about bad upsells. You talk about the wedding industry. Yeah, Let's talk, talk about, about the branding the brand. industry. It's very similar. In the brand space, people go, oh, we'll upsell you on more of the same content. So, hey, you want 10 images from that shoot? Well, I want to upsell you to 25 of those images. And it's like, well, it's from the same shoot, same models, same place, same product. That might not be beneficial to them. They might not have use for 25 individual slots inside of their marketing campaigns. You know, they only need 10 of them, you know, three for email newsletters, four for Instagram, one for a print campaign, whatever it's going to be. Selling them on the same thing, just like a higher quantity is not always a great upsell. Another thing people do is they will go, oh, well, hey, yeah, we can make our brand shoot right now. We're scheduled to shoot 10 photos for you and we're supposed to be there for three hours. We want to upsell you on a fourth hour. If I was a business owner, I'd be like, why am I paying you for another hour of work for the same end result? Oh, like, 100%. That's a terrible upsell. Terrible upsell. Again, more. it's not strategic. Yeah. I mean, if it's like, hey, I'm upselling you on hanging out with me, that could be a good upsell. Like I would... It would work for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but another one is, again, the better gear. I see this especially in the brand world is people go, hey, well, we want to upsell you on this and we're actually going to go rent a different style of lighting kit or we're going to rent a camera with a higher frame rate, or frame rate and all that stuff. And I'm not saying that you you don't actually like benefit from having those things on a shoot, but it's not a good upsell because you're not selling the client on the gear, you're selling the client on what you're what you're giving them. So, as soon as you go, "Hey, you know, it's 1500 bucks for this brand shoot, but if you pay us an extra $450, we'll go invest in this newer lighting kit to bring with us cuz we're going to rent it." Well, that now just makes you look like the stuff you currently operate off on is not, it's it's not good. It's not going to work. So new gear or like better gear upsells, those are terrible upsells. They're not good upsells. And this is another one that I think is, is really poor. If it's structured properly, it can work. 
but often it's never structured properly. It's a, oh, well, we want to upsell you on a bigger team. So if you pay X amount of dollars, I'm going to bring an assistant to the shoot. What, you can't do your job well without an assistant? Like now I have to pay you because I now I know that you probably need an assistant at the shoot. Like you're not capable on your own. Like it's not a good, it's not a good upsell. Right. You know, it's not a good upsell. You being an extrovert and like dreading having to go to a shoot alone. So that you try and upsell, you know, and having a second shooter or an assistant. Like it. that's not I a good upsell. So anyways, no. moving on. Yeah. The issue with this is there's a lot of like stakes that happen. There's a lot of things you risk when you try and give a client an upsell that one is not strategic. It does not help them solve, you know, a new problem or reinforce the problem that you're already solving. And it's another huge issue if you position it really poorly and it kind of just makes you look silly. So a lot of stakes. So what are some of the stakes? So first one is that you miss out on two things. One is tapping into this revenue per client, this new revenue that you can create. Like if if you were able to two times or even half a time increase the amount of income per client, you've just either doubled or potentially even tripled what you make in your entire year. So if you have strategic upsells, your ability to increase your revenue goes sky high. Sky high. Sky high. That's how you go from 60 to 100K. Oh, yeah. That's how you go from 80 to 100K or 50 to 80K. We talk about this all the time with our mastermind members. The key to like making massive sometimes revenue jumps in your business is not working more or working harder or having to sell more people. Sometimes it is, but a lot of the time it's going, hey, how can you solve a newer problem for that client you're already working with? Or how can you solve some kind of problem that's going to reinforce the solution that you've already given that client? So that's a huge one. The second one is helping your clients solve or dodge more problems, right? So really like backing off of what you just said, Christy, when you can help them when you can do these these things, you're not only going to be making more money for yourself, but yeah. when you can create a good upsell, an upsell that's strategic, and a strategic upsell isn't something that puts money in your pocket. A strategic upsell is an, is an upsell that actually gives your client another solution that is valuable yes. to them. And because of that, you're going to get more money in your pocket. So when you do that, the second thing that a great upsell does is it helps your client solve or dodge more problems or experience more fulfillment. That is the entire goal for what you should be doing with your clients. Hey, how can I help them dodge a problem, solve a problem, or create more fulfillment? And they didn't really have yeah. necessarily a problem. They had some desires and I helped them fulfill those, right? So this gets you rehired. This is the key. Point number two here is when you can help people you know, solve, dodge, or do all this stuff with these new problems, gets you rehired and it gets you referrals, which yes. is huge. Yeah. referrals. It's just huge. So that's what you want. And that's what a great upsell will do for you. Yeah. So this happened to me recently. I've been shooting for a company for years and I've been doing seasonal campaigns for them where I shoot 30 images for each campaign. It's a ton of fun. It's a blast. Yeah. Four times a year. It's awesome. But 30 images is what I deliver every single time. So on this last pitch, and we've been doing the same thing over and over again, but I decided this last one, hey, I noticed that they aren't posting reels like they don't on their social campaign or on their social media. They don't have any reels. And as we know, people love the reels. We, love we just reels. know that people love the reels. So I pitched them rather than an, an, an upsell in like a I feel like people always like add it to the bottom of like a pricing guide or something. I sent them a package and said, hey, here's what we normally do, which is great. If you want to continue just doing what we normally do, that is awesome. I am thrilled. But let me give you a second package option. And I included a new set of reels and adding on 
an upsell, if you will, of reels onto the 30 images. And I, I talked about the reasons that why we do this, the results that they would get, how this is a huge trend going on, and that I think it would be extremely successful for their business and solve the problem of them not having video on their social yeah. accounts at all, which and is a huge And another thing you talked about, which was huge, was you were going, hey, we're creating an environment to capture these images already. Yeah. This is a great opportunity to, you know, utilize this environment to create some of this new trendy, uh, you know, trend-based content with your products, right? So yes. that's another, again, that's a perfect way to go look at the situation, look at the environment and what's another need that right. can reinforce the core offer, and what's which was something, the And what's something that I'm not currently doing, right? Because I, I could have just said, hey, do you want 40 images? And they probably would have been like, no, like 30 we is fine. We don't need 40. So it, doing something uh, that you're not, or, or I can do more models or I can do this type of whatever. If I'm doing something I'm already doing, it's just more of it, which is a traditional upsell. We don't like that. Let's do uh, something. Let's do something different. <laughs> that's not going to work. So that's a great example of an upsell. Thank going, you. Looking at the client going, <laughs> what, is, what is the goal here for this client? And how can I help them either reinforce what they're doing to meet that goal? Or how can I help them solve a new problem? Because meeting this goal is going to push them into new territory, which is going to expand you know, the world of problems that they're experiencing, which is what that was. That was the client going, we're building this campaign around photos, and we're going to put a lot of our energy into pushing this campaign online. Christy went, great. How can I then help them go if they're going to put all of their eggs in that basket of, I really want to make this campaign good? What are some of the other challenges they're going to run into in getting attention online for that campaign? Well, there was a lack of video content. So boom, upsell worked. And it was like a, that was a great upsell too. It was thousands and thousands of dollars, right? So really good job. Another way that I've done this is when I would shoot video content for different clients. So we'd be doing headlining films. That was the most popular one. So like, you know, 35 to 60 second films that were going to go up on the front page of their site. Great trust builder. It's a really good way for B2B businesses to build trust with each other and close like massive, massive sales. And so when I used to do these for people and and like they were awesome, huge revenue driver for my company. I would do them for like a 45 second to 60 second film and I would help them design it. We'd help them design a little campaign around it. I'd write a script for it. And then we'd obviously plan the shoot day. We'd show up and shoot. And I would charge about like seven to nine grand for one of those videos. Now, most of the time though, I would end up with like a eleven to $12,000 deal when it was all said and done because of upsells. So I would sell them on the $7,000 package. We'd show up. We'd have so much fun. The shoot would go off. We produce the video. But as I was there, I was like showing them the clips that we were shooting. I was showing the client, you know, like on the back of the camera. And they would just be like, oh, it looks so good. Like we could just use this footage for so much stuff. And I would go, awesome. Let's do that. One of the things that we do to make sure, you know, that as your business grows because of this video, you have more video content that you can, you know, reproduce and use for different things is I will literally give you all of the raw footage from the shoot on a hard drive. I'm going to hand deliver it to you or ship it depending on where they were. And you can then store it safely in your own business premises or I can store it for you on our cloud and on our this and we'll create some redundancy there so it's really safe. And I literally used to say it's going to be, I think it was $3,100 a year for me to store all the footage from the shoot, which would be like, I don't know, 250 gigs. I would store all of that for like $3,100 a year. 
or I could buy a drive for them for like 90 bucks. And I would put all 250 gigs of that footage on the drive and I would ship it to them or drive it to them. And that only cost them like $2,700. Most people would go with the $27 option. And I would say, I don't keep the footage otherwise. So you either pay me to keep it or I give it to you. The reason why we do that is because we shoot so many of these and it's your stuff we've created for you. If you're not going to want to keep it, we're not going to keep it. Most of the time people go, oh my gosh, well, we don't want to lose the footage. What if we, what if we need it for something else? And in their minds, what that was really them saying is going, I think this is going to push us into new territory where we're going to meet more problems that we want to solve with creative content. We want to make sure we can get our hands on that. And that $7,000 deal became a $10,000 deal really quick. Or that $9,000 deal became a twelve dollars or $11,000 deal really quick because of a great upsell, a very simple upsell that cost me little time made me a ton of money, but also was very impactful for the client because then those clients own that footage for life. So yeah. that's another example of a simple but strategic upsell that betters the client's experience, betters the client's value, and in return puts money in your pocket. Definitely. So let's talk about a plan. If someone's like, okay, you guys have sold me. I need <laughs> you've, you've upsold me on the idea of upsells. Yeah. I need to do this. So let's talk about the plan. So number one of the plan is to name your core offer. So get crystal clear on what your core offer is. And then number two is ask yourself, what is a core offer? Explain what a core offer is. A core offer would be what is like the bread and butter of what I'm selling. So what's like the the main, what's the big ticket item that I have? So if you're a wedding photographer, it's the wedding. Right. You know, if you're a brand, you know, filmmaker, it would be maybe a headlining video like I just talked about. Yeah. Right. That is your core offer. And the reason why we say start with your core offer is because again, your upsells should be things that are selling something up off of the core offer. They shouldn't be random things. Hey, we want to also sell you some girl guide cookies, but we're going to come and shoot this video for you. A what? A girl guide cookie. Girl guide? You never heard of that? Girl Girl scout? Yeah, we call them... Oh, in Canada, we call them girl guides. (laughs) (laughs) That is hilarious. (laughs) So... Okay, in Canada we call them girl guide cookies. You guys call them girl scout cookies. Translation for the Americans. Girl so scout. <laughs> what I'm saying here is, you're never going to say, "Hey, I want to come shoot photos of your brand, and I want I'm going to upsell you a hundred bucks, and I'm going to show up with girl guide cookies or girl scout cookies." That's that not a good upsell again because that wasn't attached to the core offer. So number one yeah. is you have to start with your core offer, so then you can strategically build upsells off of it. Yes. Number two. Yes. Is once that problem is solved. So once they have either, they don't have to have already bought into the core offer, but at least you have talked about the core offer and you've decided that. Or if you're just planning your upsells, you've thought about, okay, I'm going to build this off my core offer. Great. Once that problem is solved or it's in the route of being solved, what new problems does that solution create? So let's say you're somebody who is, you're getting someone online. You're like a social media manager or something like that. And this person's not even online at all. And you're like, I will create all of the social media accounts that you need and we will get started. That's great. But that then introduces a whole new list of problems. How are they going to manage that every month? Content. Yeah. Like everything. So So one, name your core offer. Two, once that problem is solved, what new problems does that solution create? There always is new problems. There are. If you're in the wedding space, when you shoot somebody's wedding, that's the core offer. There's then new problems of, oh, are they going to want to turn that wedding into photo books for gifts for their grandparents that mm-hmm. following Are they going to print them? Are How they are they going to do them? that? Yeah. Are they going to want them re-edited in a year for something and they're going to want a whole black and white 
you know, series. Well, they want to buy all the raws off of you on a hard drive so that they have those protected forever. Is yeah. that something that you're going to want to do? Totally. Whole new list of problems. Lastly, number three, in order to create good upsells is what new territory does that push your client into where you can solve more problems for them? So you want to visualize that, right? It kind of spins off of, of number two, but really visualize, okay, what is that new territory they're now living in? So for me, when I was creating those headlining videos, I'm now setting them up. They are a company that now values video. They're now making sales through the power of building trust with their clients through video. There's a little bit of a bar set there, right? There's a little bit of a bar set. So how can I either take the footage we've already shot for them and I don't just give it to them in a different, you know, the new song. I like actually re-edit it in a way that it's going to serve a different purpose. So if that headlining video went on the website, how do we upsell them on different social cuts? Or how do we upsell them on some of the testimonials we shot from that headlining video and produce those in their own films that can serve a different person, you know, purpose that can go out on email newsletters with, you know, testimonial experiences in there, right? So what territory have you pushed that client into because you solved one problem and with that new territory, what new problems does that client, you know, have in front of them? That is a perfect position to go, boom, upsells. Yeah. When you can find what that new territory is. And there's two areas that you can upsell. So you might be thinking, okay, when do I add these? When you upsell. Yes, when do you upsell? So a lot of people are like, do I just put it at the bottom, like a little asterisk at the bottom of my pricing guide? Like, what? how do I do this? There's a few ways you can kind of strategically introduce your upsells. One is the way that I was talking about with my example earlier, where you put them literally in a package. You package them together and show it as almost as if it's its own core offer, right? You're packaging it together. I personally really like that because it makes it seem essential rather than an add-on that's just at the bottom as if it's not necessary, right? I like to include it. You don't want to make it seem like it's an add-on. Yes. So I I have it be its own package, which makes it just seem like this is the one. But then I always always have a second package or maybe even a third package where it's just the core offer. So if they only want that, they still can do that. And then the second, second one is just during the experience. So like I said with that, when I would go and shoot headlining videos, I would interact with the client and naturally the conversation would come up of, oh, how, what are we going to do with this footage later? Or, wow, this is going to be so good on our website. It would be amazing to have social cuts of this. Or, wow, I really like what that testimonial person said. We should spin that into its entirely own you know, little video, right? That we can then send out an email newsletters or we can have it playing on loop at a trade show, like whatever, you know, whatever's going to work for that client. It does, upsells do not always have to be after the sale like that, which is after the sale. I'm already experiencing, you know, their experience in our product or service. And it doesn't have to be always before, right? Which is what Christy was saying where she builds out packages. So you kind of have to just mix them and, and see what's going to work for you and for that client. You can offer them both, right? You can you can try and upsell them in a package format before the deal. Oh, if yeah. they go, no, I don't think we need that. Be like, great, awesome. Go and do the service. During the service, just re- bring it back up. Hey, I know you guys didn't want that earlier, but we're here right now and this is going really well. Yes. Do you guys want to have that conversation mm-hmm. about adding that on right now? Yeah. You know? They're, they're probably going to be like, upsells they're probably going to be awesome. like, ah. Oh. So the only way to be flexible with your upsells and be good at upselling is if you truly believe in what you're upselling, because it actually is is solving a new problem the client's now dealing with, or it's reinforcing the core offer that you are helping them with. And so if you can get really clear on what your core offer is, and then you can create what those reinforcement upsells look like, or what those new territory, like new problem offers look like. If you can get really, really clear on those, you're going to be able to upsell people just really naturally. You won't be thinking about it that much. It's just going to yeah. roll off your tongue or it's 
going to roll through your fingers when you're sending an email, right? Which is the position you want to be in. Definitely. So you guys, I hope this was so clear for you on, man, I now have actionable steps that I can go through, list out those three questions in that plan, and then really develop upsells that will actually sell for you, which is the goal. So totally. yeah, we love that. Um, you guys, if you loved this podcast, if this was, was something say, that speaking was helpful, of upsells. speaking of upsells, <laughs> screenshot this, whatever you're listening on, your iPad, your new iPhone 13, whatever it is, screenshot it. I want one of those. And tag us on Instagram. We would love to see it. It's at Creative Rise, creative with no E. Tag us and send us a message. If this was helpful, like we'd love to hear like, what are you taking into action? Like, what are you then going to be going to add in your upsells this next week? We would love to hear that. Yeah, totally. And like I said, speaking of upsells, you just listened to our podcast. Now I'm upselling you on our portfolio to profit course. If you want to build a website that has great messaging that actually sells for you, again, a website that just has photos on it or just has, you know, this cool mumbo jumbo vibe, it can look nice, but if it does not have proper messaging that explains, you know, what the problem the client's dealing with is, you know, how you actually help solve that problem, what the result looks like, what life looks like for that client after that problem is solved and a lot of other stuff on there. If you do not have the seven piece framework that helps you build that website well, you've got to go get the course, creativerise.com forward slash portfolio to profit. And if you're someone who's sitting there going, man, I resonate with what you said at the beginning of this podcast, Joey, I feel like my website's never really been finished because I never really know what a start and end point looks like. I just feel like a website is just constantly being built and built and built. And I'm kind of adding to it whenever I feel like I learn about something, but I don't actually know how to build my site properly. If that is you, you need to get the seven-step framework because it's going to make you have a clear start and a clear end, which is what everybody wants. So creativerise.com forward slash portfolio to profit. After you get the course, jump on over to creativerise.com, go back to the main part, and you can sign up for the mastermind waitlist if that's something that you are stoked to do. The next round's coming at some point in uh, the first half of 2022, probably the first, the end of the first quarter. And other than that, we just appreciate you guys. So thanks for tuning in. Yep. Cheers to upselling people. Cheers to getting good at doing good upsells. And yeah, leave us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. That's how the show grows. Other than that, you can just screenshot it, like Christy said, put it on your story, share it with a friend, uh, it mean the world to us and it would probably mean the world to your friend that's also going to learn how to upsell. So we appreciate yep. you. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today. We were so happy to have you here. And do not forget to jump onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating and write a written review. That would mean the world to us. And we'll catch you next time on the Creative Rise podcast where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple. Peace.